Alright, welcome back to video number two in this five-part series about how you can increase the donations coming into your nonprofit without having to spend more on marketing. Now, yesterday I told you a little bit about the story and I touched on the fact that there are certain aspects of copywriting that transcend industry, right? There are things that you can do for your nonprofit that are the same things that I could do if I was trying to sell a product. And I mentioned that we can use the PAS framework very easily and translate it over to the nonprofit. But I hinted that there's something else that you can do, a six part framework that actually works a lot better. Welcome back to the Bonaventure MS Digital Marketing Show. My name's Jonathan, and today we're just gonna dive right into it. So this six part framework is actually something that I learned from Dan Kennedy, who was one of the greatest copywriters of all time. I thank him for a lot of my personal growth and development in the area of copywriting. And he actually touched upon this in one of his programs, in one of his seminars, that when you're writing for a charity, it's really always the same framework and you can use it for direct mail, you can use it for your email list, right? However you want to implement it. It's pretty great for like just mo moving people, <laughs> moving people towards the objective that you want from them. And essentially this technique is called stacking. So what stacking is, it's when you when you put things in the right logical and emotional order in order to move someone towards, like I said, the decision that you're trying to have them make. So, um, for example, it's like in conversation. You can't just walk up to somebody and say, hey, you want to go on a date? <laughs> right? You need to warm them up a little bit first. You need to first get them a little bit involved, start doing small talk, start building that rapport. Then you can move into deeper stuff, commonalities, right? And slowly ascend that way. So there's always a logical manner in which we have to um, I don't know the English word, aborder, <laughs> like tackle a topic. There's a logical progress that our minds have to go through in order for us to feel good about the decision that we make. And in charitable donations, that comes down to these six parts. The first part here is, I'm referencing my notes just that I don't, <laughs> I don't screw up, right? Um, the first part is to Explain what's at stake. And so what that means is really essentially whatever your mission statement is as an organization. So we'll take the we'll take the organization that I was talking about yesterday, the world's number one vegan food relief charity that I work with, Food for Life. So if we look at Food for Life and we're writing copy for them, and we want to explain what's at stake. Well, then we go into a talk about global hunger and poverty, right? Just really emphasize and get into the pain point that is people are starving and they're really having a bad time, they're dying, right? Children, I think it's something like 25% of children under the age of five will die in an underdeveloped country from um, from lack of proper nutrition or starvation or something like that, right? I've got all the research and I'm actually gonna to refer to it in the next video where we talk a little bit about my process for writing this. But for now, I just wanna talk about the exact framework. So step number two then is to explain the role 
that they can play. And so what I mean by that is what exactly is their donation going to get them or going to get you, right? I guess not necessarily you, but the people who you're helping. So when it comes to explaining their role, then going back to the example with FFL, it's something like for every dollar you donate, we're going to provide four meals, right? I think that's what it comes up to. Um, for example, if you do 10, we feed 20 children, which is just one to two, but then as you go up in the ranks, the more you donate, the more we're able to feed, and I think it caps out to $1 for four kids. So explaining the role is, hey, you can help us end this. $1 is going to get whatever, or whatever your price point is, is going to give whatever result. And so that makes it tangible to them, right? Because otherwise, if you just say, give me some money, feed some kids, it's just a concept. But if you say, hey, give me $10, you'll feed 20 kids, then the person feels like they know exactly what their donation is going towards, and they get to feel good about themselves for a specific result that they were able to give. And we're gonna talk about specificity a little bit more in the last video, actually. So, <laughs> no need to get into that too much here. Point number three is to emphasize the importance. Now, what do I mean by that? Emphasizing the importance of the action isn't really something that you hear about much in copywriting, just because it's, to a lot of people it comes naturally, and to others they just don't do it whatsoever, <laughs> right? So it's not something that's too much in the conscious awareness of people who are writing copy, but emphasizing the importance is kind of like a concept that I talk about that's called the Divergent Roads, which I actually got from uh, a guy, a Montreal-based copywriter, his name's Ry Schwartz. And he talks about Divergent Roads as being presenting the outcome that's going to happen if they buy the thing, and then the other outcome that's going to happen if they don't buy the thing, right? So emphasizing the importance is kind of like that, where you say, the donation is going to lead to XYZ, if you don't donate, it's going to lead to XYZ. You don't have to be super abrasive when you do it. You can, depends on how comfortable you are with going into the negativity and going into, like tapping into the more negative side of the emotions. If you wanna just hype it up and be like, yeah, look at all these things that we can <laughs> do if you donate X amount, that's great. But at the same time, contrasting it, super powerful as well. Point number four, so now we're halfway through, is personalize. And so personalization is also flattery. The importance of flattery is that we want to make someone feel special for what they're doing. We want to tell them something along the lines of, hey, you know, I know that you're the right person for me to reach out to for this donation because like you actually get it, you actually care. Falling back on positive labeling and associating words or adjectives to them that are good for our cause, that are going to motivate them to move forward, but also that they want to identify with. So if I tell you something along the lines of, hey, um, donate just $10, you're going to feed 20 kids, I know that you're going to do it because you're obviously sending out to this, or, sorry, or sending this out to our email list, right? So 
just the fact that you're on this email list shows me that you're somebody who cares, you're somebody who's passionate about ending world hunger and bringing a positive vegan impact to the world, right? So saying that, then they're like, well, yeah, that's me. So if that's me, then I should donate. Then point number five is super simple. Again, you can, um, I guess not again, because <laughs> I haven't mentioned it, but all of these can be really as long as you want them to be. And I think you should keep it short if you're not a super great copywriter, because you don't just want to be pulling people off track. But the better you are at writing copy, the more you'll understand what fits into each of these places. And I'll go into a little bit more on that tomorrow with my exact process and how I'm breaking all of these down with my normal research process. But for now, just know like if you're not a super great copywriter, if you're a one-man operation, if you're trying to do something for the first time, really just keep it as simple as you can for all of these. Maybe like a one-page email, try it out. And then as you get better, you can expand on that and you can move forward. So number five is to <laughs> Sometimes I spell real good. <laughs> um, number five is to acknowledge their sacrifice. And so this is, oh my god, <laughs> this is for, um, for the reason that, like in copywriting, when you have objections, it's always better to acknowledge the objections, right? Rather than to hope that they don't come up. Because if we acknowledge them, then we can defuse them. If we just ignore the objections, then the person's gonna have those come to their mind naturally. And if they don't see any counter to those objections, that objection sticks and they toss it out and they don't do whatever we're asking them to do. So by acknowledging that what they're doing is a big financial sacrifice and that yes, it's going to take up their time, yes, it's going to take their money, but, right, here is what they're doing with that time and with that money and why it's so important. And this is especially critical now since the economy is in a really bad place. We've got all the coronavirus stuff going on. Excuse me. So not everyone is as financially stable as they were just a few weeks ago when it would have been easy to just say, hey, give me your money. Now we have to say, I know that you've got all this stuff going on. I know the economy is in a bad place. I know that you may not be working. You got your kids at home, you're stressed out. But this other reason why you should be donating instead. Then finally, part number six is to put the spotlight on them. And that's really just a simple call to action, but you're calling them out when you do it. So it's not just like, hey, click this button to buy this thing, right? Because what we're doing is very much morally motivated. That's the whole idea of charity is that somebody feels good when they do it or somebody feels bad if they don't do it, therefore they should donate. Putting the spotlight on somebody, this type of clothes, is really just, um, it can be as simple as one sentence with, so can I count on you? And that's it, right? Just make sure that you're speaking to them in the first person, or if you've got some kind of form for them to fill out, make sure that it's speaking as if it's them, right? Like, yes, I would love to donate and feed how many of her children, and then the options for them to enter their name, their email, their amount, whatever your process is. So just to sum it up, 
When you're writing your copy, whether that be for direct mail, for your emails, for your website, you should follow this six-part framework, which is explaining what's at stake, explaining the role that they have to play in the situation, emphasize the importance of their role and of their action, personalize it and add in flattery, acknowledge that they're making a sacrifice, and then put the spotlight onto them and force them to make a decision either to donate or to choose not to donate, right? Force them to acknowledge that their action is either going to help or they're not helping by doing that. And that's another little copywriting trick, just having two buttons, yes I will, no I won't. That way they actively have to choose not to. So on that, I will leave you. If you have any questions, comments, leave them below, DM me, I'd be more than happy to reply. Tomorrow we're gonna to be talking about the exact process that I use for research, for structuring, and how I fill in this six-part framework. So if you're interested in that, check out the video that's coming out tomorrow, and I will talk to you then.